Welcome back to Soul Style Podcast. This is Series 2, Episode 1. Vero Pinson, the designer who is Sakotan Patterns, has gone from strength to strength since she first decided to take time off and bring her bag pattern designs to life six years ago. Sakotan Patterns have grown slowly and steadily through word of mouth, creating a huge following of Sakotan addicts on Facebook. That's the name of that Facebook group with over 10,000 followers. You're listening to So Organized Style Podcast, produced by me, Maria Theoharis, Susan Goodwin of Measure Twice Cut Once Patterns, and Anne Wally, the Pattern Whisperer. Vero has studied communication. However, her patterns have shown that a well-developed product will sell itself. In this episode, you'll hear how Vero builds each pattern using techniques she's developed or is interested in developing. So as a sewist, we get the benefit of her research and product development. Meanwhile, she always has new bag pattern ideas forming in her creative mind, just bursting to become a new pattern for us. Keep an ear out for Vero's handy tips on using odor coat and also how she is able to continue to work as a small business person on her own at home. So welcome, Vera, to our podcast. Thank you for taking the time out to speak to us today. Thank you, Maria, for inviting me. You're welcome. <laughs> and uh, I look forward to having a nice, nice chat with the both of you. Your pattern line is a new thing for Anne. I've, uh, you and I have had a good working relationship since you started the pattern yeah. line. So I've seen it develop. So Anne, what questions have you got? Well, I see a lot of people making a lot of bags and I think it might be addictive. And it seems like you've got more than one bag pattern, Vero. So how many bag patterns have you got so far? I think a little over 30. <gasps> My goodness. Something like that. I don't know. I, I, I would have to count, but some of the patterns are not bags. But I think, yeah, between 25 and 30 for bags. Well, I did have a look on the website to see what type of bags you had, and there's such a variety. Have you got a favourite pattern that you you really felt like that just says it all and you'd love it? No. (laughs) Actually, I, I, I like many styles and I like in each of them there's a technique or there's a detail something I like and I have a hard time going back to the old patterns I made because my mind always gets me to the next one Mm. and I'm excited for uh, creating something new and there's a lot of different styles because that's what I like I get bored if I do always the same thing so I need changes and I need different styles, different techniques to construct the bags. So I need to to change things from one pattern to the other. I don't like to have always the same structure for a bag. I don't like to have always the same style because it, it bores me. It's a bit addictive whether you're making them or else making the patterns. It's like you come up with a, do you dream about it? And you go, oh, I know what I'm going to do with the next pattern. Or is it when you start drawing, you get you kind of start working it through with, with the puzzle? It, it depends, but the two happens, actually. Sometimes I have a, for the next one I, I'm going to make, I won't tell much about it because it's not secret, <laughs> but I, I had an idea for a construction technique, for an assembly technique I wanted to try. So I went with that. 
but sometimes I will have a detail, I don't know, a pocket or a detail pop up in my mind and I, I start sketching that as a focus point and see where I go with it. But yeah, I usually dream about sewing patterns or how I can assemble the, the bag at night very often. Like yep. every day, <laughs> every night, I wake up, I, have, oh, I should try this way. And maybe if I had it, <laughs> this, maybe. Ideas to just come to me, yes, at night often. Yeah, and how many variations would you go through to get a final pattern? Well, well, it varies a lot. Sometimes only two, three, and I'm, and the pattern is almost as it will be when it will get out. Sometimes it can be 10, 15, because I let the creation process go on. So sometimes a prototype that isn't fine, but will bring me someplace else to another idea, and I will follow it, and so on and so on. So sometimes it's 10, 15, but sometimes it's two, three. It really depends on, on the bag I'm, I'm creating. It's never the same, never the same. That's good because then you have your variety in your own designs and in your own, you know, you go with your own ideas. Your imagination feeds your creativity. Would that be right? Yes, yes, yeah. it's exactly right. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and it's important to me because well, you have to enjoy what you do. And I've been making patterns for Sakotin for six years now, so you have yeah. to keep it interesting for yourself. Because if you don't, if you don't have the uh, know the spark to do it anymore. It it will show, and uh, so yeah, it has to be. It has to stay interesting for me. Yes. The creative process has to be enjoyable to me before I can even imagine getting a pattern out. So, yeah. You've got a whole lot of people who are making these bags and I've heard you've got a couple of Facebook groups. It's One's called The Addicts. Now, why would they be called The Addicts? <laughs> well, because <laughs> as you pointed out earlier, yeah, they, I, I know some people who, who've sewn like 30 bags with the same pattern and it's yeah it gets addictive as you said earlier it get bag making making gets addictive so yeah they there are many many each day i don't know there's how many bags i they publish on the group but it's just incredible sometimes i usually don't go too much on facebook on the weekends because well family time <laughs> so when i go back on the mon on mondays sometimes there are the hundred new pictures of bags published in two days it just it's it's incredible it's incredible yeah it's very addictive so, so no wonder you need to make new designs all the time because you've got all these people who are loving the new designs you've got people waiting for the very next thing yeah but i only i only get out uh, like three patterns a year only oh. three or four, sometimes four, because more is too much for me. I don't know. I couldn't do my job well if I if I got out more patterns because I have a process for creating the pattern and for the instructions, the illustration, and for the testing of the patterns. And it's for me, it's three months for the whole thing from the idea to to getting it ready to to launch. So I wouldn't be able to unless I didn't sleep at night. And <laughs> you need to but, sleep. Yeah, and it more and. My mind wouldn't have any ideas if I know to, you need to refill, you know, your imagination and refill your creativity between patterns. If I, you just go from one to the next, I don't know, I will be exhausted mentally, I think. 
Yes. And I would be doing the same thing over and over and over again. And it's not something uh, I would enjoy. So. Wow, that is, that's huge. So you've really found that it's lovely that bags only, you know, you don't need four metres of fabric. So that's wonderful, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's not a gown. So <laughs> some are very small, so you can, you can use your, your scraps and it's fun. You can always meet, match different fabrics if you have small pieces laying around. So. And the other thing too with the bag patterns that I've seen from the various addicts is, it can be people who haven't made bad bags before and they get a really good result. And then you've got the ones who continually make them and they have the different colours, the different textures. They use um, different bindings. Hardware? Uh, bindings. Yeah, different hardware. Yeah, They're very creative. I find it inspiring just to jump in there every, every week or so just to see what people are doing. And it gives, it inspires me with colours and prints with my clothes making. I don't, do bags very often i do them at christmas time as presents now because of you know all the designs that you've got just to see the colors and textures that they're using for bags is actually a good way of inspiring clothing design too yeah and because when you've made a bag a few times mm. then you can have fun and go a bit outside of what's safe and, and try, try with different uh, textures and, and matching prints and there's always something different to do with the pattern if you, even if you've done it I don't know 10 times already you you always can find something new and something excited new prints to match so yeah well it's a bit like closing you can uh, often find new new ways to make it interesting yeah that's right anytime you've got a pattern and a piece of fabric it's funny that once you've made something and you'll go past a bit of fabric you go, oh that you know even buying fabric you don't need to buy a lot to make a bag either so it's a great present it's the time that counts isn't it yeah yeah it's uh, the fact that you thought about someone and you made something special for that person it's it's what's at the core of a handmade gift sewing or any or jewelry making anything if you made something yourself or someone that's yeah, the time you put in and, and the love you, you put in, it's, it's a real present. It is. It's the love and the thought for that person. Yeah. Yeah. And a bag's always useful. Always. Yes. Except for my, my husband who doesn't wear bags. <laughs> I made the last pattern that was out was a, a men's bag. And <laughs> he doesn't wear it. So I just ask my friends, my male friends around me because what they think of the design sometimes because, well, it doesn't, well, no, bags are not for men. <laughs> so, oh, no. He's not very interested in it, but uh, well. If you've got someone who will carry a bag and it's big enough, really a man doesn't have to worry, does he? Yeah. But if you happen to be with a person who doesn't carry a big bag, well, then you do need your own bag. Yeah, well, he doesn't have this problem. <laughs> and but I did made him um, a wallet. Oh, uh, did you with the pattern? Yeah, the latest I pattern? made him uh, compare, but it was last year because I started on on the, on the compare pattern last year, and it was more complicated. So his is a little more complicated with a billfold pocket mm -hmm. added from what the one came out. It was very more complicated and I'm not sure everybody could have made it this way. So I just simplified it for the launch and he's been using it for like a year and a half. And he tells me, oh, none of my leather wallet has <laughs> lasted that much time. And it looks, it looks great. It's just fabric, it's cotton. 
it yeah. was a cotton print that looked like yeah kind of looked like leather a little but it was a cotton print and i just put odicot on it do you know odicot uh, it's a yeah. product to protect yep i've got yeah. I've, i bought some in the states i've got it here just so that i can do that um what do you call it? it's like um it's uh, to protect and and uh, you know when it rains or doesn't get waterproof. wet yes well, waterproof. No. waterproofing yeah yeah and you can only get it a couple of places here in australia so i bought it in the states last time i was there and i brought it with me it's useful and you can put with this product one to three layers mm -hmm. of product and the, the aspect will change will get more like plastic you know plasticky yes. with the third layer with the just one layer it will be pretty much the same but be careful you can change the colors slightly so you need to to make a, a test on your on your on your fabric and it works best with cotton not with cotton it's fine but with other stuff not so much and if you are just giving you tips <laughs> if you if you interface your fabric yes you have to interface, interface first and then put the other cut not the other way around because the heat will, well, make, will make it warp yeah and you, well if you do it the other way around just remember to take um how, how do you call it you know it's it's uh sheets of paper used for cooking no oh, yeah. baking paper baking yeah. baking paper yeah baking paper side that is that as you already cut before you yes you iron your your interfacing and uh well you have to use the baking paper to to set the odd cut anyway Mm -hmm. so that's fabulous so have you maria made a wallet yet have you used the pattern i've not made the wallet but last year uh it was the samba, samba. yeah mm -hmm. samba i made um so that we are the fabric store they had um some perforated leather hides oh. i think they were selling them for twenty dollars a hide so they're quite large so oh. i bought three of those and i made three of the sambas with that and it had a contrast on the bottom it was like um because they were christmas and it was kind of white i got a piece of fabric that had a sheen on it as well and yeah. um it ended up being christmas presents for my sisters and my sisters-in-laws they oh, loved they were, it well and, that's unique yeah it's, mm. and the fabric store has the most beautiful fabric so mm. and so what color was the leather hide uh it was an off-white color but as Vera yeah. said i actually made the pattern three times in different cotton so the first time was in denim and i didn't yep. use the the metal the hardware um i sewed on the straps the angels yeah by the time i got to the leather ones then i used the the different handles etc metal handles because by that stage yeah. i knew i knew what i was doing and i was comfortable with the instructions because various instructions are very clear and they're sort of the steps, the various stages are, are in sort of bite-sized chunks. So by that, that stage, I thought the only thing I had to deal with was the leather and that was easy enough with a Teflon foot and I used Mr. Sheen as well to oh. make sure that it flowed through the machine properly and uh, the leather needle. But Vera has all of those instructions in her in the pattern instructions like the needles all the different sort of linings interfacings you've always got all that information there great yeah. um have you ever done a pattern review on using the patterns maria on i think i did the samba last oh, year I'll, I'll oh and yeah. the backpack oh 
Yeah. All right. I'm going to check that out on Pattern Review and see what you've made. That's such a good way of checking out, you know, someone you know to see, you know, whether or not they've made one and what they did as well as joining Facebook, which is, gosh, what... You'd be so inspired with all the people sewing up the bags mm. and you'd try different ones. What a fabulous group. Actually, I have a question. So in the English-speaking world, we've got pattern review where people put up reviews of patterns, etc. Is there one in the French-speaking internet, anything like that? No. No. There was one that tried to launch like, I don't know, it's, I think it was like six or seven years ago, mm-hmm. but it didn't take up. Yes, no, I'm saying... Yes, there's one. Sold tr- uh, thread and needles. Oh, okay. Oh. English, it's in English. The title is English, but it's it's a French community, and you can share your you can share your your project. Mm-hmm. So you a bit like pattern review where you write uh, well the name of the pattern, where you found it, the different fabrics, and what you 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 thought about it. Okay. Yeah, thread and needles. Thread and needles. From my experience. And from what I've seen, I know that with uh, Sakotan, the Facebook page has got at least 10,000 people, 10,000 followers there at any point in time. And they're always making their versions and they're so inspiring. And there are a couple of other people that I know who do clothes patterns that have got a French speaking background. So I'm always interested to find other pattern makers who are not English natives so to speak and see what they're doing because we're only one part of the world there are so many other languages with other patterns and that's why i've always admired a what you do but i've always been supportive because i think it's good to have patterns available for people in any language sorry that's me on my my soapbox being supportive yeah yeah and that's why i translated in english Mm. the the patterns and that's why you 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 prove them aria it's because well, English still is the, you know, the language that most people understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for people, not for English speak, native English speakers particularly, but uh, also for uh, Spanish people who don't speak French, for Italian people who don't speak French, German people who don't speak French, they will buy the, the patterns and get the, the English version and they can mm. work out with, uh, it can work out without, with that usually. So, yeah. Mm. So yeah, it's a way to open up to the world and to the other countries uh, who don't speak French also. But yeah, it's yeah, there, there are so many, so many patterns all around the world and and yeah, in different languages. And sometimes I've made some Japanese patterns, so I don't speak Japanese. So <laughs> sorry, but they are usually they are, they are drawings, they are technical drawings, and uh, the drawings for the instruction are very precise. So you. You can make it without understanding mm. everything, any kanji, any any of the words. So yeah, it's it's fun to see what's made in different cultures and countries and how they approach things. Sometimes it's different. It's not the same techniques, and so it's it's an opening to to the the world of sewing. <laughs> it is. You know, I was thinking about the the patterns. Are they paper patterns or PDFs, Vero? No, they are PDFs only 
So there, how many pieces of um, photocopy paper would it take for one bag? Like, you know, when you print it out and you've got to stick all the papers together. Yeah, uh, for the patterns, because you don't have to print out these instructions. You, the instructions you can follow on your on your iPhone, on your phone, on your computer. For the paper patterns, I think it's between, I think the range is between like four and eight. Oh, if, that's not much, is it? No, it's not much because, uh, well, it's not clothing. Clothing, it's much bigger. And and usually I do, when possible, half, half patterns, you know, to cut on the fold. Because if people want to print out another once more to get the full pattern, they can. But if people don't just want to print too many papers, they just print the, the half pattern and they can work with that. And from what That's I've one. seen in the patterns, I know that you tend to place the, each piece on one page. So you don't have too many pages to glue together for one piece of a bag oh, pattern. So they're very, you're very clever with that. Very thoughtful. I take my, yeah, I take, it's one thing I take, uh, I take my time with. I'm attentive to, well, not having too many, no margins to cut out and too many pages to tape together because I know for myself when I have to do it, it just, well, it's a kind of annoying. So I just, I try to go with the least possible pages to cut out and to, to tape together. That's fantastic. That's really fantastic. I don't do PDFs for clothing. It's just too, I, I don't have time to get on the ground and stick everything together. So that sounds like it's a possibility. A PDF for a bag pattern sounds like something that's doable. So great job. <laughs> it's a great job. Yeah, no, it's not the same kind of hassle to tape together uh, patterns mm. for bags as for, mm. for clothes. Yeah. But you know, I, I bought a, a few years ago, like 10 years ago, I bought an A3, a, it's larger printer pattern, a pr printer. Printer, yeah. Uh, I bought a larger printer just to be able to print out the PDF patterns for the clothing on larger paper size because it was, yeah, it was getting really on my nerves too to have to tape and, but PDFs are so convenient, you know, you, you buy it, you have it right away. Uh, and you can keep it on a cloud somewhere so you don't even have to yeah. leave it at home. You can have it virtual sitting somewhere and you can download it. I keep only the pattern pieces and usually I never print out the, the instructions for patterns, for video mm. patterns. I just follow them on, on the computer because my computer is right close to my, to my sewing machine. It's right there. <laughs> yeah, it's right there. So yeah, so I just will keep the pattern pieces uh, printed out. And uh, mm. yeah, it's not too much space. The other clever thing that I've always admired is that with the patterns that you put out, you'll have more than one version. You'll have a large yeah. or a small. And I just think that's another good thing for someone who's making bags that they can have more than one size. It's something that, that's current, yeah, that's usual, that's uh, with clothing. You, mm. you get, well, different sizes, of course, because we're not, not, not all the same sizes, but you get you can get var variations on the same pattern in, in clothing, but never in bags. So when I started making mine, I was like, it would be so easy just to this simple variation. I should add it. And so, yeah, I like to get my patterns, like the mambo is in three sizes. Yes. You have the small, the medium, and the large to go to school and all your, your larger bindings in it. Yes. And yeah, I, I think it's, it's, it's better for... For the sewist, so I always, when I work, I'm always on, on, I take the point of view of the, the people that will use the pattern. So if I can get more for uh, money and more for, uh, well, why not do it? Mm. 
it's just a little more time, but it's not not a mountain to climb. So uh, I'll just do it. That's fantastic. And also good if you've only got a little bit of fabric. So when you order, say, one bag, do you get, do you have to say small, medium or large? Or do you get a small, medium, large? I don't know. You get everything. It's You buy the the style of the bag. You, like if you buy the mambo pattern, you get the three sizes in the PDF. You don't have just one. You can... That's, that wouldn't be fun. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't like to to, to buy to buy the same pattern three times just to get three sizes. I would find That's it really right. as a as a consumer. I wouldn't find it yeah. very nice. So that's right. So it's it's kind of like um, having multi size patterns that yep. we would have in clothing. You get multi size with the bag patterns. So it's we're really lucky. Not not always because sometimes I think a design does is not fit for this kind of thing. So I will just do just one or two if I think two sizes can be okay with the style or mm. three but it's it varies it varies on on what I think is appropriate as a sizing for the bags okay that's great because sometimes you might only have a very small piece of fabric and you and sometimes people just little purses are very handy to put inside bigger bags so it's um, fantastic. Just love that that you get three. So it's good. Not each time, but <laughs> but when I when I can and when I think it's appropriate for the bag, I'll try and add more sizes. Or if, if I can't add more sizes, I will try and put in va- variations for the. Mm-hmm. There's a wallet pattern where it's one size, obviously. To, well, there's one wallet pattern with two sizes. The last one that got out, but the first one I I launched was only one size. It's a larger wallet, and because it was uh, wasn't going to put out more sizes it will don't fit i had it like six i think variation for the front of the of the wallet with different designs possible mm-hmm. so always try and add something fun an extra for for the sewist well go back and relook on your web page and <laughs> we'll have to put the details down maria and yeah look i'll definitely put the links to the facebook groups they're very inspiring and they're ongoing and they're really good to have a look at because it gives you a very good idea of what you can do with just the small pieces of fabric and they make something so stunning every time i look really good for evening bags too especially the smaller size which looks more elegant doesn't it yeah but you've got the same type of pattern so if you really loved a style you could yeah the three different variations which makes it a different bag in a way because you use it for different things Mm, Mm -hmm. very versatile you know when you were very very young as a child were you into bags in a big way what what attracted you to making bag patterns Uh, (laughs) it's a complicated question i think it's no i wasn't into clothing when i was a kid but i was and younger but i was into costumes i like to have fun and dress up and i uh, was i was going to larps live action role playing games so i like costume and i like having fun and yeah bags for me it's what i have the most fun with because well you can change you can change bags every day it's uh, you can wear someday just a very classic bag and then go with a crazy bag and it's uh, a bag can change your whole look by itself i think it's it's fun and it's very technical to make a bag and i like technique and like uh, puzzles so i think that's why i went to that to that, that area that, that of sewing pattern making 
and Anne would understand the, the concept of having different bags for different looks because Anne is our style person. She's the style guru. Yeah, I think bag, I really find you can make a statement, a statement with a bag. And yes. you, sometimes the bag says more about who you are than the clothes you wear. <laughs> I think it's... Well, I, mean, I think that's true. I think that is true because it's something where it's the creative part of you that if the body's not doing what it should do, at least you can make a bag. I suppose it's that crossover where you can at least show people what you've made. Yeah. It's handicrafts but also fashion. So it's a really good way of, yes, making a statement when, you know, until you work out what to do. Our bodies always change. It change shape and once you kind of are used to having a certain way of sewing something and then you have children, it that becomes very complicated and then finding out who you are. Whereas a bag you can you can do that, it's very doable and it's also it's a conversation starter with meeting people because it's an easy subject to talk about and mm -hmm. you find people a bit like you who are creative. So I think that's a great way of keeping your hand in the creative aspect and finding people just like you as well yeah yeah because sewing clothing can be frustrating mm. you know when you can't get a proper fit when it doesn't fit properly i know sometimes i'm getting very frustrating with my so garment sewing because whatever i do there's a pattern i can make I can't make it work for me. I don't know. It doesn't fit. It's mm. just too long. Uh, I have a short waist. I'm short waisted. So, you know, uh, and you have to do the, the FBA and, and stuff. And so sometimes you don't, you don't feel great. You've made your pattern. You did the, the fitting and still you don't feel great in what you've made because, mm. you know, so making bags uh, for me was really, uh, well, getting, uh, having fun with sewing. When I was getting too frustrated with garment sewing, I would go and make bags because it's a way to, you know, it's going to fit you. Yes. So, okay. And you haven't wasted your time. You've actually got a successful item at the end of it and yeah. you can use it. Mm. You can use it. You can you can uh, give it as a present as a present for someone, and it's much easier than to sew in garments as a present. So you can make small accessories and bags, and yeah, it's uh, it's safe. When you're you're starting a bag, you pretty even. It's at the end, it's not perfect. You know, it's a bit so straight, or you you weren't the, you weren't the best at stop stitching this line. It's okay because you know it's you still made it. And That's it doesn't right. give you a negative image of yourself because you don't wear it on your body. Hmm. Sometimes I know I don't know when I, I have some dresses and and when I tried them on, I was looking at myself and it made me feel bad about myself because I was seeing all the things I didn't like. Though it was in fast, so I don't have this with bags. So <laughs> so I think that's why I I went mostly in pattern making for bags. Yeah, it's it made me feel good each time. I get that, and it's a safe present to give to someone. You know, I, I think I made someone a top once for Christmas, and it was it wasn't the right size, and it's um it's such a disappointment for the person trying to put it on as the person who made it. It, it, it is a, it's a bit of a sad moment. So making a bag, you know that they will use it, you know what they like and it's easy to put all those components together and give them something that it'll be useful during the week and a, a change and a style statement as well. Yeah. I know that in, in the Facebook group, 
we're going to close to Christmas and we're going we're starting to see all the bags that are made by the members for Christmas mm -hmm. so and there's a lot of Sakotan bags or I have a free button for um a glasses case you know yes I know that one and this one has been made I don't know how many times for Christmas and presents and so it's it's fun to imagine all these bags made from my patterns that will be under the tree at Christmas it's just it's so nice it's really great it's a good feeling yeah it's it's like um I don't know it's a little piece of me that it's shared you know in these homes yeah. and you've got a great reputation and you've tested the bags so that's one thing that you know you don't just make a pattern up you get it made and you get people to to see how they feel about it and the instructions so you've gone to a lot of trouble to make it a successful experience as well yeah i for me um clear instructions and the, the testing of the patterns are very important because i don't want to put out something that is half done no half asked yeah half asked well my name is on it you know yep. so i want to put out the best thing i, I can put out and I want the, the person who will so will use the pattern to to have an enjoyable experience. I don't want her uh, to get frustrated. I'll make the best pattern and best instruction I can make. And it's the pattern testing phase is important because well, it gives you a feedback that is much needed to see if you need to add more instructions, more mm. illustration. If your pattern is fine, it's very important to have this feedback from testers. Very important. Yeah. Very thorough. Oh, it is. They're very thorough. And there's so many people that are using them and they're reusing them. So that really shows you that the patterns work, they're well received and people love them. Absolutely love them. It's great. It's kind of, I, you know, it's, I, I know this, I know that people like my patterns, I have a very good reputation and I'm so focused on my work all the time that it's something I know in the back of my mind, but uh, I'm always just so focused on, on work on the work that I sometimes I, I think I don't take enough time to realize it and enjoy the fact that I'm, I have made a good job you know I, mm. I did a good job and and I should enjoy it and sometimes I well most of the time I just don't take the time to just uh, go yes I can be proud of myself but yeah I, I don't want to do it too much also because I have the feeling no I don't know if it's a moral or unconscious thing but in French we say se reposer sur ses lauriers it means that you know if you you've done good and so you don't feel like you have to do so much then because you've done good already so you don't work as much so I I'm, I work a lot I'm a hard worker I enjoy working so that's why I work a lot so I don't take too too much time in my day to say to think well I'm so great. <laughs> no, I just focus on the on the work, and uh, that's what keeps me going. It's because I enjoy it. I enjoy it. It's the moment you say that you oh, I think you know you do that, and then you'll trip over, and it's all lost. And <laughs> it's like oh my goodness. I always find that um, you can always persevere more and look forward. But it's lovely to feel satisfied with what you do, and it makes your heart feel very at peace. And I think that's really. That's what it's about, doing something creative that's appreciated by people. And that's a great feeling. There'll be people who have never heard of you and they will be looking to see your patterns and looking at the Facebook to see the amazing amount of bags that have been made and be very inspired. Mm -hmm. So there'll be more 
addicts on their way. The Facebook addict group is what makes it real for me because, you know, you work, I work alone, so I don't have, except from testers, I don't really have feedbacks. And the, when the Facebook group makes it all real to me, I see the finished bags of so many people. It's what, yeah, tells me it's not just in your, your small room making bags and patterns, but people are sewing the, what you made. And so that's, yeah, that's a great feeling to see that people mm. are enjoying making them and they are proud of this, themselves. At the end of, uh, of their, their sewing, seeing the, that they are proud of themselves, it's the best for me. It's, yeah, because, they, well, they made something for me. Okay, that's fine. But if they made it and were not happy and it would make me sad to have made okay. somebody else sad, you know. Mm. So when I, I someone posts a picture of his bag, of her bags, and, and she says that she's very proud and, and she's happy with what she made, she, that makes me happy. I feel like I made, I help make someone else happy. happy. About and, you, and you do. And you do that every day with your patterns. Well, I hope so. Yes, you do. You do. Yeah. It's fantastic. Um, it's lovely to have met you, Vera, and I, I'm really thrilled that you get such satisfaction and that you have so many ideas that just keep coming. So you're in the right role mm -hmm. and you're in the right position to inspire others to make things and that helps with mental health as well because when we're making things, it takes our mind off the things in life that we can't sometimes cope with. So it's very... It's helpful in so many different ways, which I think is just fabulous. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's very sewing is like it can be a therapy. Yeah, I know mm. when I was very stressed out at work several years ago, uh, I will sew, and you have to be so focused on your project because if you're not focused, you're going to make a mess. So you're very focused and you're enjoying it. So it's easy to be focused on it that you, yeah, all the negative thing just go to the background mm, and you yeah. you have a little piece for the the moment you're you're sewing so yeah it's very it's a bit like meditation i was saying last time because yeah i meditate every morning because before i start my day because yes. i have a very busy mind and i can yes, overwhelm myself i can put more stress on on myself just because i think about the stress i could put on myself you well, you see the picture uh -huh. so <laughs> i meditate every morning just to to keep that in mind, to keep that, it's on an inner dialogue. It's not the, the, the real thing that goes on. It's just the, the, the thoughts just keep coming, but I don't ask for them to come. So you, you learn with meditation just to, to take notice of all the, the thoughts that goes, that okay. comes to, to your head, but you don't grab to them. You let them go through. So, so you your let mind them flow. Yeah. Okay. It's a bit of the same feeling you have when you're sewing. You're very focused on the, in meditation, you're focused on the breath and on your, when you sew, you're focused on your project, on your sewing, on the stitch mm. line you're, you're, you're sewing. Yeah, it's, it's a way to focus on something and to clear everything else. It's a bit mm. of a relief. That's a good way a of, of explaining how you manage working on your own in your um, environment and being creative. A lot of people work with others and they have to deal with that, but you have to deal with all of those thoughts coming through your mind. So it's a yeah. really good strategy you have. And I have no, no one to bounce off ideas when I have doubt. Mm. I can't ask, well, I, I, have, I have a daughter and a husband, but I can't ask them <laughs> because their answer usually just upset me more. So, <laughs> you know, but so I don't have a coworker to, to bounce off ideas or to, mm. when I'm in doubt to, 
to comfort me in a direction. So yeah, it can be very stressful working alone and having having all the de- decisions to make on your own. Mm-hmm. It's been what, but it's what has been the most difficult for me uh, in the business side of thing because yeah, you have to handle everything, you have to make every decision, and if you don't make the decision quickly, then it's very bad for your for your thinking because the later you take the decision the more time you have to self-doubt yourself and it's uh, it's not a good cycle okay. you have to learn to take decisions rapidly and and stick with it yeah you break that circle of doubt yeah it's yes. something i had to learn really i didn't yes. didn't have to to do it before so it's something i had to learn to take decisions quickly because uh, I noticed that if it, I didn't take the decisions very quickly, I would just get off track and not go ahead with the, with the, the work I had to do because I wouldn't able to take a decision. So just take a decision and stick with it and hope for the best. <laughs> we could all do that, Maria, couldn't we? When we're deciding what to wear to frock tails coming up and what to make next and make a decision and just do it. And just follow the path of that decision. And, you know, you've made that decision, you just follow it through. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. You've got another decision to make from there. Well, that's helped me tonight. So I'm very yeah. thankful for that. Great. Yeah, you have to commit. You have to commit to, to, to a direction at, uh, at one point. You have to, yeah, uh, that dress or that dress, well, you commit. And if it was a bad choice, well, you know it for the next time. But <laughs> you commit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Look, thank you so much for taking us through what you do with your bags and the process that you go through because, you know, it's always easy for someone who's buying a pattern to go, oh, I like this or I don't like that. But there is a person behind that pattern line Mm -hmm. and you've helped us realise everything that you go through. And you've only just told us a bit. We don't know everything that you go through, but there is always a a person who is going through so much to try and bring us patterns. And I'm really pleased that I've been able to um, help you along the way. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. When you, we are on the outside, we only see the tip of the iceberg, which is mm. the store. And I don't want to get too much into it because it's not very interesting. Well, but yeah, thank you, Maria, because it's been six, over six years since you've it been. Has. Yeah. Wow. wow. That's a great yes. partnership. So, oh, look, I only do one small part. Vero does everything. She makes every decision. It's her business, and I'm more than happy to help when I can. Well, it's it's a small but very important part to me because it's. Yes. I feel reassured, you know. So it's very necessary to me. So thank you, Maria, to be up for it every time. It's it's very very nice of you, and I'm very grateful. Well, thank well, you. To have found you. <laughs> oh, easy. And look, for this podcast, I'll make sure that we've got the English translation so that we can, uh, I thank you for your offer to make the French translation because, you know, I'm really interested through this podcast to find more people who do what you do in varying languages because, okay, English has got a lot, but every other culture and country must have people like you who are doing what you're doing. it's going to be a great discovery for us I think but I'm really pleased that you know we discovered each other so thank you again for being on our podcast and thank you again for doing your bag patterns for everybody yeah it's been a great day it's been a great day yeah yeah and look have a wonderful day too Vera because I know it's what 11 o'clock in the morning now yeah yeah 11 yep so thank you for letting us come into your your normal day well, it's my pleasure. It was very nice having a chat. 
you. With, uh, with Anne and, and you. And uh, well, I best of luck with your podcast and, and interviewing, you know, designers and sewists from all around the world. I think it's a, it's a great idea. Thank you. Different. We'll do our best. Yes. <laughs> it's great meeting different people doing different things. So we're very thrilled. So thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. If you haven't seen Sakotan patterns yet, go to Sakotan, that's S-A-C-O-T-I-N dot com, and you can access either the French or English PDF versions. For this podcast, we have on our website both the French and English transcript for you. Listeners will find a special tool developed by Vero on our website and available in both French and English. Vero's done this on our behalf because she and I have a very good working relationship, as you heard in this podcast. This episode of So Organized Style Podcast was produced by me, Marie Theoharis, and Anne Wally, with permission from Vero Pinson of Sakotan Patterns, sound by bensound.com. So Organized Style spelt with an S, not a Z, is available on our website, soorganizedstylepodcast.com, with all the links to this special podcast, including the transcripts and the special tool that Vera has provided us with. You can also find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, CastBox, and now on Libsyn. Subscribe to our podcast to catch every episode, both in Series 1 and Series 2. Tell your friends about our podcast. Thanks for joining us and I hope you enjoyed listening.